Welcome to the Finding Life Teaching Podcast, where we lead people to find life in Jesus through teaching the Bible. When you get multiple people in community working towards a mission together, you want them working in harmony. You don't want them working in unison. Unison is everyone being the same. Now, you do want them working towards the same mission, Okay? You do want them one in that mission, but you want them to work in harmony with one another. What's the difference musically between unison and harmony? I'm not, um, you know, I'm not a singer. Those of you that have heard me know that. But at the same time, I do know a little bit of music theory. And the difference between unison and harmony is the fact that you have everyone singing the same note versus people singing the different notes that work together to make a better sound than everybody singing the same note, right? That you have one goal, beautiful music, but this goal works better when everybody is singing their own part that works in harmony with one another. This is the same exact thing. This is the same exact thing inside the community of believers. And so we've been through all of this journey through all of the three tools. This is the, the, the last episode, and we're taking a look at the, the, the fact that we're all different. We all have a different role to play, but we all are working towards the same goal, making each other into a new creation. And so how do we all work together towards that same goal, but we all also have a different role to play? In Ephesians 4, starting in verse 7, actually 1 through 6, talks about the fact that we have this this one God and one faith and all of this. But starting in verse 7, it talks about how we are different in this journey. Now, grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. For it says, when he ascended on high, he took the captives captive. He gave gifts to people, but what what does he ascended mean, except that he had also descended to the lower parts of the earth? The one who descended is also the one who ascended far above the, the heavens to fill all things. Now, there's a lot in there, and I'm not going to go into all of that a lot in there, because quite frankly, some of that a lot in there, I'm going, I, I would rather it not be in there, because I don't know exactly where he's headed with all this. He Paul starts off, grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. And then he goes into this parenthetical uh, uh, statement about ascending and descending and how all these gifts came about and and things. The, The point is, is that everybody has a gift from God. Everybody has a gift from God. And he's going to describe these gifts to us. But we're, but, but, but everybody has these this is, this is very important as we go into the next section. A lot of you know this, this scripture and know the, 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 the next uh, verses that we have. And knowing verse 7 is vital in all of this. Because quite often the, the, the next verses we utilize for a special class of people. But that's not what Paul is getting at. He is saying that all of us have been given these gifts from God, a, a measure of these gifts from God. And he did, he did this. He did this to fill all things. Okay, so now 
Ephesians 4.11. This is the part that we know. This is the part that we rip out and we talk about and etc. But it falls squarely inside of the rest of this context. And he himself gave some to be apostles. Now this is lowercase a. This is not talking about the 12, the 11, 12 apostles, Paul, Peter, James, all of those. This is not talking about capital A apostles. Okay, This is talking about the gifting of an apostle. Some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry to build up the body of Christ. Paul kind of Paul keeps going, and we will keep going, but we're going to stop there. Usually, what when these verses verses are used, we use these in context of paid church staff. We have this paid church staff in order to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Now. Paul has no concept, zero concept of paid church staff. So this is not what he could be talking about here. Paul does not have a concept of paid church staff. What did he say in verse 7? What did he say just prior to this? Everyone, everyone has been gifted. And what are those gifts? The apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastors, and teachers gift. These are not staff positions inside of a church. In fact, do something interesting. Go to Bible Gateway and search pastor. The, 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 the leadership titles inside the church, Paul gives two, elder and deacon. Pastor is not one of the titles that he gives. We utilize that today, and I'm not saying for a complete overhaul. But what I am saying is that we have utilized this title. However, (laughs) pastor is a gifting, not a title. Those are two different things. And so you can have leadership inside the church with any of these different mixings, matrix of giftings. What I see these as, I see these as personality giftings. See, there, there are other gifting um, and talent lists that Paul gives, and those seem to be incomplete. Those are more on-the-surface talent-type giftings. Here, 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 these are deeper. These, these, these are what I call personality gifting. These run deep inside of us. These are, these are things, actually, you know, when... I began looking at these passages this way and I started thinking about these and I was doing some other personality tests. You know what? The DISC test, D-I-S-C, the DISC test really overlays apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher incredibly well. Because the apostles, these are the ones that move the organization forward. These are the Ds on the DISC disc test. These are the ones, the the go-getters, the get-em-dones, the the move-forwards, the the, the ones we're going to charge the next hill I've even heard it said that these that this word means helmsman, that these are the ones on the front of the boat going, this is where we are going. That's the apostle. And then you've got the prophet. These are the C's on the disc test. These are the compliance officers. These are, these are the ones that say, this is what God's word says. Now let's go do it. Okay? Then we've got the evangelists. 
These are the I. These are the influencers. These are the salesmen. These are, these are the ones that, 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 that are able. They have, the, they have the personality giftings to be able to, to engage individuals with the gospel and have this, this, this natural ability to just sell people. That's the evangelist. And we've got pastors and teachers. And so we've, in the disc, we've got four. And, and, and here we've got five. So pastors I see as the S's, the, the steadies, the, the ones that care for each other, the, the, the glue that keeps everybody together. And then we've got the teachers. We've got the teachers. The, 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 these are the ones that take the understanding, the, the, the Bible and uh, the, the, the teachings of God and be able to put it into bite-sized pieces for everybody to get and everybody to understand and everybody to put into their life. See what's going on here. See what's interesting about these. The apostles and the evangelists, they move things forward. But the apostle, they're, they're moving things forward as an organization, as a, as a grouping, as a, as, an, as, a, as a whole, whereas evangelists are moving things forward with amongst individuals. They're able, to, they're able to share the gospel with individuals. And then you've got the pastors and teachers. Again, you got you've got kind of got the same thing going on here. Pastors are individual; they care for the individuals. They they, they bring the individuals together, and the teachers they're they're teaching groups. Okay, but pastors and teachers they're not moving things forward per se. They are taking what has been gathered and bringing them together. And then the prophets, they both move forward and take care of what's gathered. They both are individual and grouping. They're, they're, they're kind of the utility infielder for this group. And every one of you has this personality gifting inside of you. Some sort of matrix. Something that's higher above each other. Something that kind of comes in second and, and really really shades that, that top gifting if you're like me, evangelist, incredibly low. Incredibly low. Some people just are able to have the gift and they, the, the words that they use and the way that they use them. And, the, and then I, am, I go out and I do the same exact thing and people look at me. Yeah, there's conflict in evangelism. And, you know, there, but there's just something inside of us that for some people, when they do this thing, it works. And for other people, when they do the same exact thing, it just doesn't work. This is why God has put us all on this planet for a reason, to work towards one goal, but to do it with our own personality gifting so that we all bring different shades of this all together. So what is the goal to build up the body of Christ. That's the goal, to build up the body of Christ. And we'll go more into that goal in just a minute. But Paul says all of these, all of these, equip the saints for the work of ministry. Saints equipping saints, not staff equipping saints, saints equipping saints. It's even better than staff equipping saints, right? 
is the fact that all of us are working together. When we, when we sit back and wait for the paid staff, this is what we've paid you for. When we, when we sit back and wait for the paid staff, the church suffers because we are not building into each other the way we need to build into each other. The, 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 the image of Christ in each other is suffering. The eternal life in each other is suffering because we are not utilizing our gift to either push forward or take care of what's there uh, and, and we're, we're, we're not taking care of each other the way that we take care look you do not come to church to be fed now if you are somebody that's kicking the tires figuring out this jesus thing not quite sure what's going on yes yes you come to church you come to a service you come to small group you come to whatever in order to be fed but those of you who are believers in jesus you are gifted Every single one of you are gifted. There is a personality inside of you that has the it factor when you use it. You need to use it so that everybody else around you can be built up into the body of Christ. We are in a build, a workout building program. Each one of us are personal trainers. We have a different role to play inside of this, but we are building our body into into the image of Christ. And we have a role to play for each other. If we are just simply reading God's word, if we are just simply uh, praying on our own, we're not going to be as strong as what we could be if we are all coming together and we are all focused on building up each other. You do not go to church to be fed. You engage in the community to feed each other, which is better. Which is better when you walk out of church or today when you turn off the TV when church is done, when the service is done? Which is better for you to go, hmm, I was fed today. Or for you to go, I got the opportunity to feed somebody else. Now granted, when we're just taking in a service on TV, we can't feed each other. So how are you feeding, feeding others right now? How are you utilizing your gift to help others? This this is the vision. This is where we're headed. This is where we're going. This is what Paul says that God wants for his community. Ephesians 4, 13 through 16. We're going to build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith. Unity in the faith. That we're, we're, we're going in the same direction. Yes, we're utilizing our gifts differently. We're utilizing our gifts to sing in harmony. But we're unity. We're, we're in unity of the faith. We're going in the same direction. And in the knowledge of God's Son. Growing into maturity with the stature measured by Christ's fullness. The measuring stick in which we are trying to build everybody up into is, the, is, is Christ's fullness. We want everybody to be in Christ's fullness. The, the, the evangelists are trying to... To, to, trying to get people to recognize the, the fullness of God. The apostles are moving the, the, the entire organization forward in order to go into uh, new territories that no church has ever gone before. The pastors are caring for people to, 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 to be able to bring them into Christ's fullness because they have hurts and they have life and they have things and difficulties and sufferings that they need to, they need to have taken care of. And then the teachers are, are taking the, 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 the teachings of Christ and, the, and and going, this is the fullness that, that Christ wants for you. And to be able to put it in bite-sized pieces, the prophets are coming together and saying, uh, saying, this is Christ's fullness. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get it done. Let's go. Let's go. Let's make it happen. 
this this is the goal this is where everybody is working towards then we will no longer be little children tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching by human cunning with cleverness and the teachings of deceit we are in a body building program so that we can be strong and remember we got to have leg days in there right we got to work the entire body we got to build the entire body but speaking the truth in love let us grow in every way into him who is the head christ And the picture of a of a young child who has this humongous, unproportionate head, right? We have this humongous, unproportionate head, which is Christ. But God is inviting us to build our body to grow into the head that is Christ. From the whole body, fitted and knitted together by every supporting ligament, promotes the growth of the body for building itself up in love by the proper working of each individual part. Look, for some of you, I'm shattering paradigms and I'm, I'm, I'm doing this in such a way that you're going whoa this is not not what i'm used to and it's going to take a little bit to let this soak in but you have a gift god has given you something deep down inside that is the it factor for when you use it and that it factor is building others up into the fullness of christ that you have a role to play to make people bigger in Christ. Eternal life flows from God's throne through our soul into every area of our life. And God wants to use the eternal life that he is flooding into your soul to build others up. And when you do that, when you are when you are flooding this eternal life through you into others, other people are doing the same for you. And so isn't it greater to have not only eternal life flowing from God's throne through you, but God's eternal life is flowing from God's throne through others into you as well? Isn't that a better situation? Doesn't that grow us faster? The community is not checking off a list of saying, yep, I attended church this week. Yep, I went to Sunday school. I went to a small group. I went to committee meeting. I'm on a serve team. I'm on doing this. I'm doing that. I'm not, blah, 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 da, 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 da. That's not community. We can do all of that activity and never see an ounce of God's eternal life flowing from one person to the to the next. God wants to use his community to put to, to make sure the engine of our soul, the Holy Spirit that is in our soul, is functioning with every ounce of horsepower that is possible. And the community, the community is a vital player in this. You are a vital player in this. God has gifted you. You're an apostle, a prophet, evangelist, or pastor, and teacher. He's gifted you. How are you going to use that gift? How are you going to find out what gift you have? Use your gifting to build into others. Do not settle for attending church. Use your gift to build into others so that God's eternal life flows through your life more free and through their life more free. Here's today's prayer. God, how have you equipped me to build into others? Thank you for listening to the Finding Life Teaching Podcast. You can find more content online. Our website is findinglife.me. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at findinglife19. If you like what you hear, a little bit of help goes a long way. Like, share, and comment through social, rate and review through iTunes, and finally, subscribe through your podcast player of choice.
Wendy's breakfast faves are two for four bucks. Choose between the honey butter chicken biscuit, classic bacon, egg, and cheese, or classic sausage, egg, and cheese. You have to tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend. Limited time only. Price of participation may vary. Wendy's breakfast faves are two for four bucks. Choose between the honey butter chicken biscuit, classic bacon, egg, and cheese, or classic sausage, egg, and cheese. You have to tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend. Limited time only. Price of participation may vary.